you're listening to Movies in 4K, episode 96, and I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And they have found another bonus show, Lady Phantom. Indeed. We pump them out, get them <laughs> out, roll them out, because we got some awesome it's fans. It's compulsive. <laughs> yes. This is a request from LaMarcus, who requested also a Wahlberg Berg. <laughs> what conglomeration Gumbo. yeah Gumbo. lone survivor that was released several episodes back and this time we're covering one that he said is just as good 4k is good and he wanted our thoughts and 4k grading on this one also so here you go lamarcus We're covering Deepwater Horizons, rated PG-13, runs an hour and 47 minutes. Listed in four genres, Lady Phantom, action, drama, mystery, thriller. I think you mean history. What do you mean I mean history? You said mystery. I said action, drama, mystery, thriller. It's history. Oh, it's history? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Well, it's a mystery too, right? (laughs) Yes, history we don't have a category for. Oh, okay. We do mystery, but this is not a mystery. No. (laughs) So action, drama, thriller, you cool with that? Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Okay, director Berg, I already stated, who did Lone Survivor and what else? I don't remember. Okay, stars? Mark Wahlberg, of course. Kurt Russell? There's Dylan O'Brien, too, um, John Malkovich, and others. Gina Rodriguez. Right. Gina Rodriguez and, of course, Kate Hudson in her first movie with Kurt Russell. And I'm almost sure a weird cameo at the end by Trace Atkins, the old-time country singer. I'm 99.9% sure. I got to look it up afterwards, but. I thought that was kind of interesting. Maybe he's getting into acting. All right, synopsis. A dramatization of the disaster in April 2010, when the offshore drilling rig called the Deepwater Horizon exploded, resulting in the worst oil spill in American history. Yes, this one beat out the Exxon Valdez, I think, in the 70s it was. Late 70s, maybe 80s was... A big thing. This one was way worse. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I don't remember exactly like when it happened or everything. But April twenty ten. No, I know. I mean, now now I know because of the movie. 
But I remember that it was on the news for a while about the, the cleaning efforts, that it was super hard because there was so much oil everywhere. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. in the Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. All right, let's start this up. That's a good synopsis there because that's what it's about. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of liberties taken in this movie. Probably. You know, this is based on events. Right. The story revolves around that, but they focus on Mark Wahlberg. He's the lead star. Yeah, his character is Mike Williams. And as far as I know, actually, Mike Williams was in favor of the movie getting made, even though other people that worked in in the oil rig weren't really like very fond of the idea. But he actually worked with the team that made the movie. Yes, because this is based on an article, (laughs) not a book. He just wanted to let the people know really what the crew went through. Like, it was not like an oops. I mean, he wanted to show their hardships that really these people went through. Yes, and movies tend to do this, focus on a certain character. Uh And this story's way bigger than this one engineer. He was the master engineer on the rig. Yes. You know, because the movie starts out in his life with his wife and his kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just a basic story until they get out to this rig and Kurt Russell plays the captain of the ship, so to speak. Yeah, the boss. Right. Uh-huh. And this rig has had a lot of problems. It's 40-some-odd days overdue from actually getting oil out of the ground. It's just had tons of things go wrong and parts need replacing and a lot of testing done. And once they get out there on this day that this happened, the BP execs had come and gone, the testers, so to speak, because they were supposed to do something with the concrete on the ocean floor, make sure it was safe mm-hmm. and it was uh, laid right and bolted and everything that has to be done in this. I found this a little disinteresting how they ramrodded through how an oil rig works yeah yeah like they really didn't spend much time going into it and they had some lackluster footage i would say down in the ocean floor like following this pipe down Uh like i didn't understand it yeah i think the the best thing you get as an explanation is a little thing that the character of mark Wahlberg's daughter does at the beginning with a can of coke and a straw and like she pours like honey or something in the straw but and then that clogs the thing and then it explodes with soda and i mean that's obvious that that's exactly what is going to happen with the oil but, but the it's actual much ex- more detailed of course, than that of course But it's like very, very, like a very basic explanation. But yeah, the explanation that they gave with the actual rig was like, excuse me, what? I found it perturbing, to be honest, because that was more interesting. This should have been a documentary, in my opinion, not to get ahead of myself. But let's continue on. John Malkovich is one of the VPs of BP. He's there with another guy. 
and he is pressuring them to go forward to start pumping oil out of the ground because they're losing hundreds of millions of dollars because this thing is so delayed. Yes. I mean, I honestly thought, (laughs) and I actually mentioned it to you during the movie, like, I know it has nothing to do with it, but he reminded me a lot of Mr. Ismay in Titanic. Like, I know things are not the way they are supposed to be, but who cares? Let's just push forward and go well, they faster. they really played this guy up as shady as heck. Yes. And you know, who knows the full story of it? I mean, yeah. you just, they got, there's got to be a bad guy, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. And I mean, there shouldn't have had to be, mm-hmm. but I mean, there was reasons why this did happen that, this crew on the rig that controls the boat itself didn't want to go forward, but they're under a lot of pressure to continue on without all the safety measures and everything checked out. Yeah, and that was Malkovich's character yes, responsibility. And he was by far the star of this movie, in my opinion. This I, guy's well, just an incredible actor, I think. Yes, yes. He's great. All right, so... You know what's going to happen. It's in the story. I mean, you see this coming. Even if you didn't hear about this back in 2010, you might have caught glimpses or maybe you forgot. But you know, bad things are going to happen. Yes, of course. There's going to be explosions. It's going to melt down. People are going to die and they're going to fight for their life to get off this rig. Yeah, I I really didn't know that it had been that bad because I mean I heard about it. I I, I just heard about an oil spill. That's all. But I mean this gives a much clearer idea of the explosion mm, and I everything. I think it's more action oriented than it probably was at the time, but I don't uh, know. I, I don't know about say, that. We know that it didn't happen exactly what was shown. Yeah, of course. That's of course. what we know. It's a movie, so they want to make a grand spectacle of it and want you to care for certain characters yeah, in but, this. I and mean, stuff. people died. So, which a good movie. Right. And that's the problem. And I am just briefly here. They don't focus on any of the ones that die because there is a memoriam in the end of this movie. Mm -hmm. You have no idea who these eight to 10 people were. 11, I think. 11 people that died. They showed the real pictures up at the end of the movie, but they're not the leads. I don't even think they're the supporting cast. They're people in the background, so to speak. It's like I mentioned to you, I wished they had shown them even in passing. And then at the end, they showed you both. Sort of like they did on Schindler's List, like with the actual actors and and the people who who were the real people. They could have, but even though this is a shorter movie, I don't even think you would have remembered Lady Phantom, who they were even during the movie because they were so in the back because it's all about Wahlberg, the girl that has a mustache. Gina Rodriguez, yes. Right, and Kurt Russell, basically. Yes. Even Malkovich isn't in it all that much. I would have liked to see a lot more of him in this because that's what was interesting to me. Yeah. Was his character and the mythology behind that. I think that's all we can talk about with the movie because it's a big, bold, cinematic, action, catastrophic movie. Yeah. 
Okay, technicals. Let's start with the practical makeup effects because that's what I noticed. Outstanding. Ooh, yeah, excellent. I mean, Kurt Russell gets injured badly, and that makeup is phenomenal. There's a scene where he takes a piece of glass out of his foot, and it hurt my bones to see that yeah and there's another bone part in this too where they had to shove a bone back in a leg to get it out of like a metal yes casing (laughs) yeah because the leg was caught by the bone in on the metal and and they had to put it back so that the leg could be released that oh my goodness right so at about an hour in this is when the catastrophic events happen so you get about 40 minutes. It's not even as long as it's showing on IMDb. It was actually in the 130s when the memoriam came up. Yeah, I suppose that's like with the credits. Yeah, at the end. all the way at the end and yeah. stuff. It must have a really long outro. But Mark Wahlberg gets some injuries. The girl gets a few injuries. Some of the other people get injuries. And it's done well i mean yeah. you buy it the red eyes the bruising the cuts the yes. wounds absolutely the punctures i think the blood uh, i think Kurt russell was the best like with the makeup well, because, he, he's oh, poor the man. one that they showed the most of so yeah i mean like poor guy he was taking a shower when the explosion happened i mean yeah oh. and that is a problem with this movie too (laughs) but let's go on to camera work i think i stated it in the last one here's another one where a lot of it is handheld and it's just got a minute twitch in the camera even on stable scenes and i just hate this cinematography lady phantom i don't like it this is this guy's style apparently Mm -hmm. and it doesn't bring anything to the movie to me it makes it annoying now when things are going haywire and stuff is bursting open that makes sense and action scenes that they got to throw people off and stuff like that you know that's going to be jerky to try to make you feel the chaos and what's going on yeah but But it's the mm -hmm. static scenes that drive me bonkers yeah i mean when everything is calm and everything is okay there's no reason for shaky cam at all right and there actually was more steady cam in this than in lone survivor oh yes but But then again it does have the scenes when just two or three people uh are talking the camera's wiggling and i'm like what are you doing man yeah and even in lone survivor i think it made more sense because there were these people on a mountain you know but here in static scenes on a rig lady phantom it sways maybe that thinks he's clever or something but nah, i don't like it nah, no, no. Yeah, yeah because it happened in his house actually in the beginning of the I movie know. it's the first thing i noticed i said oh it reminded me of that other yeah. movie yeah that's what i was thinking like in in static scenes like in the house and and everything like before the oil rig at all what's the point and even on the oil rig like when they are in an office or something just talking before anything happens there's no reason for that to happen now there is some very good flybys helicopter views uh water scapes if i could call it that (laughs) (laughs) yes 
But the problem I have, all that is good except the shaky, is the underwater scenes. Now, we know it's murky, dark, dirty looking. It looked like that, and you didn't see much. I just don't like, it just wasn't filmed well, in my opinion. I, I really don't know how they did that. I know that they built a whole oil rig for this to be able to do the explosions and the fire and everything. Now, all the underwater stuff looked fake to me. Everything. It's so murky, and we know the water would be. It's pitch dark out there, for one. You know, lights don't do much. Yeah. You're not going to be able to see far, but just how they went up and down this pipe several times and, like, the cracking of the concrete, it just was dirty and murky, and, I mean, I... This is a cinematic movie. I want it to look good, like Titanic did. Yeah, I mean, it was, I think it's effective because you can see what's going on, but it just looked like. But nobody's underwater looking at that stuff. It's not like you were following somebody there and you're seeing what they're seeing. No. No, they are just showing you, the viewer, what's going on and what's going to happen. Yeah, and it was piss poor. Yeah, I know. I think it looked very fake. And there were scenes that were, you know, practical fire, practical explosions that looked beautiful. But there was also a lot of fake fire that didn't look beautiful. (laughs) Right. That looked very bad, actually. Let's move it on to the acting. This one I didn't like, Wahlberg. I know you weren't that fond of him in Lone Survivor, and I really enjoyed his portrayal on this one. This one I didn't. Uh, not only did he not look anything like the guy he well. couldn't pull off a southern accent whatsoever i don't even know if he was trying I but don't there think was he some tried. there was some slurred words in there i heard it a couple times yeah i don't even think but, he tried that much but this producing and starring in it oh, like very bad casting in this movie by most of the people in my opinion like he really needs to stop trying to portray southern people like if he cannot like even try and and succeed at doing a southern accent good yeah and he's not southern i'm talking about mark Wahlberg. he has the boston accent too much it's like for him it's almost impossible to do an accent that is not his own I think in this movie, Wahlberg was passable, you know? That but I, I would use. Yes. <laughs> I always, I mean, it's I'm a glaring I mean, this review. Is, <laughs> this is problematic to me because I do like him. Oh, I really but like him. I always find myself wishing it was Donnie Wahlberg instead because he's so much of a better actor than him, you know? And so it's like, eh. But Kurt Russell was fantastic. Kate Hudson was great. And <sighs> she was. I don't know about I great. really liked her. She was believable. She was good. And she did her part. I mean, she did it fine. And Malkovich was fantastic. Yeah, Malkovich stole the show. His accent was so amazing. He's just so intense. <laughs> and he has this body and when he walks that I've noticed from way back. Like, he's pretty wide around the hips. <laughs> like, and when he walks, because he's a skinny guy down yeah. there and up top. But, like, 
he just has this portrayal and just like when he was in con air like i bought him so much as insane he can pull that part off and here you could tell he was a sleazy exec oh yeah and oh he was great yeah all right sound let's cover that in the 4k what else we got lady phantom cut scenes with the action i wasn't too enthused with the action scenes very fast camera work yeah they didn't stay on it they did quick cuts in the overall scheme of things nothing looked fake but they didn't actually stay on any of these climactic scenes enough there's some oil explosions where people got dirt and mud and oil all over them they just didn't show enough like i I just didn't feel involved enough it felt like i was a distant viewer of this i I didn't feel a part of it yeah i felt when it was happening like when it started to happen i was like okay should i be worried now or not yet you know and i think part of it was because i mean they were obviously being covered in oil but it looked like mud I I wasn't very well. It was a combination enthusiastic. Of yeah, probably it's because of that. But I I wasn't that enthused with that because I was like, wait a minute, is that mud? You know. But it was okay. Okay, and the fire I want to save for the four K. So okay. I'm ready, Lady Phantom. Yeah, me too. I am going to give this a four, and it's an avoid to me. I'm giving an extra point because I did appreciate the memoriam in the end. Just so you can pay tribute to these guys that lost their lives and shouldn't have it shouldn't have went on it was you know this company's grubby hands about Mm -hmm. making money and not doing all the safety checks and it's a shame and i'm sure that their families are all millionaires because of this which is good they deserve to be because you can never get them back but yeah this is not interesting i would search out a documentary if you're interested in this story, which I'm sure there's several of, because it just didn't have the impact. And I was bored. I wanted to see the courtroom drama in this. I told the Phantom while watching it, if they would have did a quick interlude, like maybe 30 minutes to introduce some of the characters and the characters that lost their lives, I'd have been more interested in than the Wahlberg and Russell character. And then went to the courtroom drama to hear the actual footage. I think that would have been a much better movie. Sort of like A Few Good Men or something like that. Oh, Oh, this could have been monumentally awesome. But I think this is a void. What do you got? Yeah, it's very similar. Because, I mean, it is a good movie with good effects. But I thought the story itself, it was kind of not convoluted, but way too simplified, like very a very short introduction. Then let us show you the disaster. And then that's it, you know. But you are right. It would have been way more balanced if they had taken some time to actually introduce the people, you know. Then, okay, this is the disaster. And this is the aftermath. Because, I mean, an aftermath shown in two minutes with the typical titles that they put on screen feels like like very disrespectful to these people, actually. So I am saying 4.5 and avoid. Really, there's no point.
Okay, Lionsgate release here on 4K Lady Phantom. What say you? I think it's, as you say, a mixed bag. It has very good things. I don't think it has nothing bad, though. I don't know if no. I call it a mixed bag. Well, yeah, you are right. There's some you highlighted right. scenes. I you are say. right, exactly. All the movie in general is good, but unfortunately, and, and especially with so many explosions, nothing is outstanding. There was one scene with the explosions, Lady Phantom, and maybe because there were so many going off in this movie, there was one standout scene with specular highlights oh, where yes. it was going off to the right, all the little sparks yes, and flares. Yes, so when something exploded and then Mark Wahlberg was coming out of it or something. Yes, that did look very good. Yes, but now mention about certain fire scenes. Aye. It's like when you were seeing it from, I don't know, a wide angle, the explosions looked very good because they were practical. You know, you the, I didn't see that much contrast, even though all of this was happening at night. But, I mean, they looked fine. But whenever the fire, or not whenever, but in many scenes when the fire was very close, it just looked like fake fire. I was like, yeah, it really? looked like computer <laughs> fire. Yeah. <laughs> like if you digitally do it. Yes, and I'm sure it was in many scenes. Of course, they did use, I'm, I'm, there's a scene where somebody actually catches fire. That looked practical, and they probably used a stuntman for that. But in many scenes that are where you can see the fire up close, it just looked fake, like CGI fire. Yeah, I think this ain't really a problem. I mean, it's going to get docked because of this, but you touched on it was the contrast levels. Nothing popped, so there was not the wide array of the darkest black to the brightest colors, and there should have been in some of these scenes. It gets chaotic, and there's a lot of light everywhere, but the ratio in the contrast isn't at the highest level. Uh -huh. So a lot of it looks static. Yeah, and actually, um, not at the beginning of the movie, but the I think the first underwater scene, it looks pixelated. And, and I didn't like that. Yeah, that was digital noise because they didn't have enough light on it whatever it was i just saw that it, but it was, was pixelated. very quick and i would have actually forgot that until you mentioned it because it did only happen but once it wasn't that quick twice. because i mean i took my time to say oh look pixels so <laughs> so yeah i mean because even that scene where it should have been really dark because it was underwater I mean, at least, you know, in the surrounding areas, it wasn't the darkest that it could have been. There, there no, are very... No, they were brighter grays in this movie, yes. actually. Yes. Now, I can't remember what scene it was, Lady Phantom. It was kind of jarring because everything is clear. This is shot digitally. There's no grain. Yes, Big yes. positive here. But it doesn't have that extra oomph that the reference material has but there's one scene and i'm not talking about a fire or explosion or anything it's when there's a bunch of people up on the bridge i think and they're talking about what to do and that looked incredible it had a little bit more vibrancy it came out of nowhere because pretty much everything 
was static and color corrected the whole movie to this certain hue. Uh But this one scene stood out like a sore thumb is like, this is what the whole movie should look like. Yes. Do you remember the scene I'm talking about? I I think they were up on the bridge talking about, ooh, should we start it or not? It's with the co-captain. Oh, okay. I I don't remember. It was in an office or something? Yeah. Or on the bridge. Yeah, uh, maybe, but, but no... I really don't remember it. And and the thing is that this scene, I mean, these people spend their time on on screen with orange uniforms. It's like they should have popped. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. Yeah, and even I would say the face is Lady Phantom because there's no big close-ups in this movie. No. Kurt Russell has the most when they show his eye basically yes and there are a few with with kate hudson too and i mean they but do not have big a, close-ups no. mainly there's like three or four it's more of a wide angle set yes. you see three so you're not getting like precise detail of crevices and face and little scabs and pock marks and stuff but, it doesn't have that level right but i did and this was something we mentioned when the movie was finishing I did notice Mark uh, Wahlberg's stitches on her on his face, but I was I was so confused because I mean he had stitches. I could see the the little you know thread coming out of his skin, but I was like, why no gauze on top of it? Like, why do you hate this man? Because <laughs> they wanted you to show the stitches. That's right. why it was director's choice, basically. Yeah, I know. But he sh- would have had gauze on those marks. Yes, because, I mean, come on, it was, like, freshly and stitched. And they'll also say, Lady Phantom, there was some incontinuity problems here. Do tell. When the ending happens, and... It's not the part where they're searching for survivors. It's the part when they get back to land. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell walks in past Wahlberg. Yeah. He suddenly got better. Not totally better. He still had a black eye and everything. But, and I guess you could say, yeah, well, the EMTs cleaned him up a little bit. But it seemed like, well, when did this happen? How long after this did this scene happen? Oh. Because they're on the middle of the boat, a rescue boat, and they're taking roll call to mm-hmm. see who survived and stuff. And then all of a sudden it jumps back to land and Wahlberg walks past Russell. And I'm like, well, they didn't like pop up six hours later, a day later, which it probably would have been because it was day and that happened at night. Oh. And it was like, what? It's, I felt like something was cut. Oh, you, that escaped me. Funnily enough, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah, and his face wasn't near as bad. Like, he actually, his eye was open because his eye is completely shut. Yeah. In the movie. When it happens, yeah. And like I said, he's taking roll call with this really messed up face, cuts and wounds and black eyes and everything. And then it yeah. jumps to this scene, and then his eyes open, and he's cleaned up. Now, so, EMTs worked on him, but yeah, I think that just must have been an error because there's no way, even if this happens the following day or even two days later, 
I mean, there's no way yeah, his, his, his eyes was going to just be magically okay again. Right. What else with the video? Anything else to speak of? No. Wide color gamut. Really pretty poor in this yeah, movie. It's, it's a drab movie. a movie that's in the water. I mean, yeah. it is dark, but there is daytime water scenes. It never and looks the water clean looks and okay. sparkly or nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, the water looks clear, detailed, and greenish, and that's it. There's a couple good flyby scenes, uh-huh. that's what I'd say. But nothing vibrant, nothing you say, ooh, well, this looks amazing. It was yeah. the minimum that a 4K should be. Yeah. Certain scenes in this. Yeah. Okay, move on to the Atmos track with a good score. I really enjoyed the score in this movie. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. It was very ad hoc with the the music fit for the tenseness and then the dramatic scenes, the sympathetic scenes, ocean scenes. Like, it worked, I thought. Like, I really enjoyed. That's probably the biggest thing I enjoyed, that and Malkovich. Yeah, the, the the music that was playing when Wahlberg sees his family again was really dramatic. Like, it really pulled at my heartstrings. Yeah, yeah, and there was a lot of good sound effects going around you and stuff like that. There's no, like, waves crashing. You don't hear that, but you hear things bursting yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, and because, I mean, the, the the water wouldn't be, like, crashing or anything because it's not a storm. But, I mean, you do hear the explosions here and there and things falling I and stuff. I do think there was some over-amplification at times on certain things where it was hard to decipher exactly what they were saying. Yes, yes. There's even a scene where where one of them says, did you hear him? And he said, no. And you said, me either. Yeah, yeah but the, I wasn't yeah. talking about that. I don't think you were supposed to hear him in that scene Probably. because the helicopters were right yes. there. Yeah, you are right. But the dialogues weren't that great. They weren't I that. I think it was the mix. I think yeah. when they're mixing these loud, banging, erupting noises with the score and having talking, they didn't mix it correctly so it is being penalized and that does go to the atmos track yeah like one of the demo ones that the phantom and i are just reveled about is that hacksaw ridge with all of the fire and explosions and things happening that you can hear whispers from across like just how they separated it around it makes it so clear this one was on uh, i wouldn't say poor but it was on the mediocre side but the score and effects worked there was actually some things that came out of the blue got some little jumps yeah. stuff like that yeah some ouch moments uh, yes there <laughs> were many was of those really good with the effects where you felt punches and stuff like that yeah and bass was very good it wasn't extraordinary but it was solid tight it pounded when it needed to and it wasn't overbearing right all right special features on the disc we have the special features on the 4k and on the blu-ray and they are the fury of the rig bringing the incredible rig and explosive stunts to life deep water surveillance access the setup close with raw footage work like an american Eight stories of real American workers. Beyond the Horizon, an hour-long five-part series. 
Mark Wahlberg and the cast meet the real-life heroes and discuss their personal experiences from Deepwater Horizon. And Captain of the Rig. Key cast members discuss director Peter Berg's stunning vision to bring this film to the screen. A lot of features that could maybe change your grade a little bit. I wasn't aware. I mean, there sounds like hours of footage there. If you're into this movie, some interesting stuff. If yeah. it's your type of film. Yeah, it does. All right, Lady Phantom, here's the time. What is your grade on the 4K disc? I'm giving this disc a C+. It's de- I mean, it definitely has what 4K should have for you to enjoy it. But by no means, it's something that you have. You say, oh, you have to watch this in 4K, OMG. Like, not really. But it definitely has the minimum. It's, like, clear, detailed. The explosions look, I mean, they don't look phenomenal, but they look pretty good. And you have all those special features. So, But then again, they are also on the Blu-ray. So C plus is fine, I think. Okay, we're a little bit different. I'm going to give this a B which oh, will wow. make it a B minus, which I'm happy with. Okay. Because I think a B minus suits it too. With all those special features, that is definitely a plus. A lot of these big budget movies don't do that. Yeah. It's more the low budget independents right. that give you the extra Especially goodies. Especially on the 4K. Right, and I did search through all these features. I was actually blown away. They were on the 4K disc. And... It looks good. It's clear there's no green. Huge positive. There was a couple standout scenes. It's not demo worthy. I'm going to go with a B, so our average with the Phantom will be B-. minus. I think that's right where this movie belongs. If this is your style film, if we didn't downplay it too much and you're still interested in getting it, get it on 4K, right? Yes, absolutely. All right, Lady Phantom, get us out of here. What? Should the fans do on that guest book? <laughs> Go to the guest book and say hello. We love when people say hello and when you tell us what you think about the podcast. Also, go to BillShetty.com. Well, you that are is there. The guest book. <laughs> <laughs> you are there to subscribe to all the places where you can find us. And also, there you can find our links to Letterboxd. And remember to follow me on. Twitter, Lady Phantom 74. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. The co-host was Lady Phantom. We'll catch you on the next one, releasing very soon. 